I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey, Carrie. Hi, Stephanie. What a weekend of Christmas movies. <laughs> I did not expect you to start with that. <laughs> and I know you didn't. I was like, I'm going to mix it up and start a little differently. <laughs> well, good job. Caught me off guard. <laughs> Woohoo! Now that I have everybody's attention, we're back to review three Christmas movies from this past weekend. And two of them are Hallmark and one is Lifetime. So that's exciting. So we're going to kick it off with the first one that we watched. It's Lights, Camera, Christmas. If you need a reminder what this is, this was on Hallmark and it starred Kimberly. So we've all been saying Sestad, but the previews and everything said Sestad. Is that, that was so weird. Her last name? I meant to look I, it up, like an old home and family episode that she was on or something. I'm I'm Googling it because I'm okay. curious. How to say. Because I kept saying Sestad. It doesn't sound right. And you know, what's funny is Eric messaged me about this yesterday. How do you say it? And I was like, I don't know. Just always oh, that says Snun's dad. Never mind. That's not it. Son, Stain's no. dad. Hold on. Maybe it'll be like a similar sound. Although this how is are a two out of five. I just said how to pronounce Snustad. S-N-U-S-T-A-D is Snustad. Yeah, I'm going to look up Old Home and Family episode. That's how I always do it. How interviewers do it. Oh, it is Susted. So it's Sus- Susted. Susted? That's not even what they said. No. So it's like S-U-S-T-E-D. Now we know because that's straight from Kim's mouth. Kim Susted. Okay, Kim. We know that what this reminds me of. I actually had a roommate and her last name was spelled similarly with the S-T-A-D at the end. And they pronounced it. Pronounced it. They pronounced it like, you know, the E-D thing at the end. So maybe I should have known that. I mean... You know, it's not that surprising, honestly, with doing like ancestry research. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting how you find names that are spelled in a large variety of ways. So it could have originally been spelled with an ED and then got switched at some point and nobody changed it back and they just went with that spelling. Or mm-hmm. it could be that over time people liked the way that things sounded or they just like people couldn't say it correctly so they just started using the way that everybody said it you know kind yeah. of thing so well that was a diversion. there we have it i know okay <laughs> so <tangent>. let me <laughs> rewind here light camera christmas starring kimberly susted and john brotherton becomes their costume designer and she falls for the leading man so how'd you feel carrie i thought are we gonna go through the scoring yeah we are on setting <laughs> How'd you feel? I gave it a four. I kind of liked the little town and I liked all the Christmas decoration and I kind of liked the behind the scenes of the Christmas stuff. But I mean, there was Mm -hmm. nothing super spectacular. I did feel like her store was kind of a disappointment. It just kind of looked like an empty store. There was not much character to it other than the clothes in it. But the store itself didn't have a ton of character. But that worked to her advantage when they used it as a set. So yeah, I gave it a four too because I thought the little town, it was kind of like Inception, kind of like, like we know this isn't a real town. It really is a movie set. But then they're like making it a movie set for this movie. 
And then just showing the flip around of her store being turned into Santa's workshop and how easily it is to like move walls around and things. So I appreciated that. Gave it a four because it was cute. There you have it. That's one good score. Oh boy. Style. (laughs) Style, I gave it a three. Oh, okay. I gave it a I gave it a four, and mostly I gave it a four because I liked their fancy outfits, and I really liked the whole discussion about making Santa hip, (laughs) and like the suit that she came up with for him that was like Mm -hmm. red and stuff, and it was definitely unique, and I felt like it was a cool little verge to the normal Santa thing, so I gave it a four, and I thought... I thought Kim looked really, really great through a lot of the movie. Hmm. So, Well, I mean, I liked her blue dress at the end. Well, actually, I guess it was in the beginning, too, because they told the story kind of in a strange way. So I liked her blue fancy dress, but I didn't love... They had her in this white eyeshadow a lot, and I think it was just to brighten her eyes, but Hmm. I don't know. It just gave me this garish feeling. Not that I thought she looked terrible, but I just noticed it. And I feel like I shouldn't be noticing your know, like everyday makeup kind of look. And then I they also had way too many. What? I did not notice that. I noticed her eyes, but I noticed like the eyeliner and stuff like making her eyes pop. I did not notice eyeshadow at all. Well, I also didn't like there was way too many sunglasses. Like everybody was wearing sunglasses. They used them to just like make I know they were trying to make them look all L.A. and cool or something. And then they make a big deal about taking them off. I don't um, It's probably a weird thing. But I would just prefer to see people's eyes and not have this, like, thing you're messing around with your hands and your face kind of thing. I did not notice this so. at all. I mean, you say sunglasses. I noticed him wearing them at the beginning of the movie um, a lot. But other than that, I really didn't notice. But I do put on sunglasses a lot. So maybe it doesn't bother me as much because sunglasses are the best way to fight against macular degeneration and that runs in my family. So <laughs> I wear my well, sunglasses. Well, I wear them when I'm driving, but I don't know. I wear them They like the wore them for an obscenely long time inside. It wasn't just like even outside. Oh, I don't know. I wear mine inside too sometimes <laughs> because they're prescription. This is why you didn't notice it. Yeah, because they're oh, prescription. Okay. Like, I don't want to take off my glasses and switch them for my real inside glasses. Sometimes my my lenses, I don't even realize that I'm wearing sunglasses inside until I've been, like, walking around a store for, like, 10 or 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh, I've still got my sunglasses. Because <laughs> it's so freaking dark. I was going to no, ask. No, it doesn't look dark did, to me. So It doesn't look dark to you? Not in my sunglasses for, I don't know if it's the way that Warby Parker does their sunglass lenses, but. Interesting. Okay, well, moving on. Storyline, I gave it a three. Oh, did you, like, I gave it a four. I actually enjoyed Hmm. the storyline, but I didn't, I couldn't give it a five for a couple of reasons. But I'm curious to know why you didn't, like, necessarily mark it up for anything. So, I mean, I like Kimberly, obviously. And I just feel like this movie did not do her justice at all. She really didn't have any funny parts, which I guess is fine, but it was overall just kind of boring. Like, I just felt like a lot was happening and that might have gone into the way they were telling the story with just telling it in, like, shots at a premiere. Like, oh, well, we did this, and then they go to the scene or whatever. Yeah. But the biggest problem, 
Yeah. I mean, I understand trying to do something different, but yeah. whatever. The biggest problem for me, though, was actually John. And I'm not sure it's his fault because I do like him. But watching this and coming off of, I finally just watched the Christmas contest for last year. And he basically played the same character where they make him like overly conceited and into himself. Like, I know I'm so hot and I know that you know I'm hot. And like eventually they try and turn that around like, oh, he's a real person underneath. But I feel like they go so hard in that direction that it just makes him unlikable from the beginning. And it's hard to like come back from that. And I also feel like they're trying to use John Brotherton's like comedy skills if he has them. I think he has them. He was on Fuller House and I remember I think liking him in them. But I feel like they're going in the wrong direction of his comedy. Like making him the egotistical person and just leaning into that. Like it's not funny to me. Maybe that's the problem. I wanted to play someone else. (laughs) So... I don't know if you realize this, but I think that Paul and Kim wrote this. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Paul and, and Kim wrote this? I think so. There was something oh, that I man. saw the other day that made me think that Paul... Actually, you know what? I'm just going to look it up. Because why not? We're, we're on tangents today, so why not? Oh, no. Okay, so this is Gary Goldstein wonder what it was that I saw that made me think that. Okay, then that makes me feel better about it. Okay, ignore that. <laughs> okay, okay, that makes me feel better too then. <laughs> okay, so this is one of the things that I didn't love. I did feel like he came out of it within, I felt like, the first half of an hour. Like, you were really starting to see. He still kept it up a little bit here and there, but I felt like it was more of, like, as a joke because she was like, oh, yeah, you know, like calling him on it kind mm-hmm. of a thing. But I did not love how hard they pushed it. And I think the reason that they pushed it so hard was because it was supposed to be a satirical representation of like home- a Hallmark movie being made. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they did not do him I liked him so much when he was just being himself. Yeah. Why did they have to make him so extreme at the beginning? It didn't seem true to who he was. It's Mm -hmm. like he was playing a role to play a role to play a role. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I was just thinking as I was watching this because, you know, like I said, this is the second movie I've seen him in where they play up his good looks and like whatever make him super conceited and i'm like we don't see that with andrew walker films we don't see that in tyler hines films or you know like we don't see that with these other super attractive guys so yeah. why is john brotherton this typecasted dude for this it doesn't make sense to me like i would never i say never now we don't know but i just don't think we would ever see andrew or tyler doing that what's interesting <laughs> like, i can't even see it Yeah, what's interesting to me is that, like, when I was thinking that this was written by Kim and Paul, I was thinking Christmas at Starlight, right? Mm -hmm. Where they made Paul's character kind of like this, but not in the Hollywood aspect, but in the rich boy, grown up, you know, grown up rich boy Mm -hmm. (laughs) aspect. But his character was so much more likable in that movie 
than John's was when he was doing this. So I don't know. I didn't love that part at the beginning either. But I did not feel like I was wondering if you were going to bring this up because we had had that conversation about the Christmas contest, which I didn't finish last year and I don't intend on going back to again. So I won't have an opinion on how long it took him to come out. (laughs) But I did feel like he opened his shell to her, I felt, relatively quickly. So you could kind of see him coming around and how his character really was versus playing the star. Well, in this movie, he did come out a bit quicker than he did in the Christmas contest, but I still felt like it was too long. Honestly, I mean, but that wasn't even, that was like a major reason I marked it down to three. But overall, I just felt like nothing really interesting happened. So that's just part of the problem. The most interesting that happened was at the very end, whenever, you know, he offered her a job. And then he quits that job. So she doesn't have a job. Like whenever this whole thing went down, I literally gasped. I was like, oh my gosh, that was the most exciting part of the movie. And even like their part at the end where they were fighting before getting back together again. I was like, this is just kind of awkward. And the music was too loud. I felt the end was not good. I really enjoyed, there were several times where I laughed out loud. I thought parts of it were really funny. I can't, I can't think of what they were right now. There was one point, like probably pretty early on where I laughed and laughed and laughed and I can't remember what it was, but I really, and I really enjoyed their first kiss. I thought that first kiss was really great. I liked all their kisses actually. They were like real kisses. Well, the last kiss that was in public, which doesn't bother me as much when it's not a first kiss, right? But it was just the way that this, the whole thing happened. You're saying, oh, there was no love interest. You literally just got out of somewhere saying there was no love interest on the set. That doesn't really happen. And then you're kissing someone from the set. Yeah. (laughs) Out in front of everybody. So that was kind of weird to me. I also thought it was really weird that they both had their hands on each other's faces during the kiss. Like, oh, I felt like it was one of those, like, trying to make it more, I don't know, like, overly sensual or something like that. Maybe that was part of the satire. Maybe I, I didn't love it. it. I didn't like it. And then I really did not love the, like, they were doing this throughout the whole thing with the movie where John, she'd watch a movie and he's, like, winking at the screen. And I was like, this is mm-hmm. so, this is dorky. I did not love that part, and I didn't love that it ended on that. The whole end part just, it was really weird to me that you would turn down the movie, then take the movie, to turn around and not ask her to come with you, after you know she, like, why did she not know that you took that movie? It, It was, that whole thing was, like, very, didn't make much sense to me. I don't know why you wouldn't say, hey, I know I screwed it up last time, but I really do want you to come with me. Yeah, well, kind of annoyed me about Kim's character also. Like, she was struggling for money the entire movie. And then they kept offering her perfect jobs. And she kept like, eh, eh, I don't think, yeah. mm, no. I'm like, are you kidding me? You can't even pay your bills. And this, like, dream job lands in your lap. And you're just like, eh. And that really annoyed me. But she did it multiple times. Well, and it was weird to me that you wouldn't take... I mean, I could understand not like being worried about taking the costumer job. Mm-hmm. You've never done it before. But then you got on set. You did it for a day. People were saying how great of a job you did. Just like yeah. ride the wave, do it, 
get the money that you need because now you got to pay back all the clothes that were returned, <laughs> which I oh, follow yeah. this girl on Instagram who actually does this for a job. And she says that that's a huge part of it, that you like you have to go to places that allow things to be returned because they buy a bunch of stuff and then they don't want to actually keep it after they that kind of sucks. You kind of hope they don't do that to a small business. <laughs> well, she usually does it. I think at like Target and stuff like that. Places okay, that good. have really good return <laughs> policies. But this is such a small town. I guess they didn't have a yeah. Target to go to. <laughs> yeah, I just felt like you know she she does say it after like hemming and hauling for forever. But she should have just started with, "Well, if I mess up, just know it's on you, not me." But I'll take the job. Yeah. Instead of hemming and hauling, and then like, "Well, if I mess up, okay." Do you have any more points on that? Yeah, line? I have one quote. Every movie needs a carry. Oh, I have a carry quote too, but it's not that one. <laughs> but everybody, every movie does need a carry. I'm just saying. I agree. Well, mine is, I forgot I live with Carrie Killjoy. Oh. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious because sometimes you say things in direct contrast to what I say. <laughs> And it's like, Carrie Killjoy right here. Let's let's put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, man. And then I did laugh, like, out loud when John said that before they called me King of Christmas, they called me the Prince of Pine. <laughs> Just thought that was so dumb. I know it was so dumb. <laughs> but I laughed. What, what was funny is what made it funny to me was the fact that he knew it was dumb. <laughs> Yeah. When he delivered he that did. line, he he knew. You could tell. Mm -hmm. And then my one other point was, John tried to do a Jimmy Stewart impression from It's a Wonderful Life, and he's now Chris Pawaha. Just saying. <sighs> Sorry, John. You can't, can't win them all. No. Impersonate someone else. Okay. <laughs> Stars, I gave it a four. I did like everybody. I just didn't like the story. Or care for the story that much, I guess. I gave it a four also. I liked everybody. I really liked the mom who, was she not the love interest from Five Star Christmas for the dad? I think she was. Okay. I, I, I mean, really she's liked in a lot her. of these. And I liked a lot of the people. I did like the sideline story between the, the couple that's now like divorced or whatever and forced to work together again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. They were cute. And then Christmas, I gave it a three. It was very, like, Christmassy decorated, which is where most of this is coming from. But I think I'm starting to lean more, like, after our whole Kismet Christmas and Ghosts of Christmas Always discussions, I think I'm leaning towards, like, does it give me a Christmas feeling? And this did not. Like, I didn't leave with any, like, happiness or anything. So it's a three. I can see that. I, I can go. I, I was kind of between a three and a four, and I wasn't really sure where I was going to put this. I think you're right about the three, and I think you're right about the feeling. I think the fact that it was a story about a movie, a movie about a movie, mm -hmm. you open the door to take away some of the Christmas magic, right? Because yeah. you're showing all the behind the scenes stuff. So I can I can get behind a, a Christmas three. Cool. And then this is a nonsense. Oh, it's no, a middling-ish nonsense, but... I gave it a love. I really I really laughed about this one. I think that this... To me, I think this was the best one that I've watched of the weekend, so... Okay. Next. Merry Swissmas on Lifetime. This one has Jody Sweeten and Tim... Is his name Rosen? I think it's Rosen. 
Okay. Are we going to Google that one too? <laughs> Not right now. Nah. Just go okay. on. And this one has Alex going to Switzerland to see her mom. And she falls for the manager of her mom's new B&B, Liam. And they spend Christmas together doing Switzerlandy Christmas things. <laughs> yes, they do. Okay. <laughs> so for the setting, I gave it a five because... So they shot this in Montreal, not Switzerland. But I feel like they did a good job of like it looked real cold, looked like real snow. They had a lot of Swiss traditions like with their markets and things that looked really pretty. So I gave it a five. I did not. I marked it down specifically because it was not really Switzerland. And I actually <laughs> felt like I thought it was cute, right? If they had said that her mom moved to the mountains of Montreal and mm -hmm. that's what they did. I would have been perfectly fine. I probably would have given it a five. But because they were saying it was Switzerland, there was never any, like, I felt like sweeping views because it's not really Switzerland. There was just, like, the B&B &B and the little the I little thought part they did good sweeping mountain views. Yeah, but those are probably actually real Switzerland. Like, th the filming of the movie felt very much like, we've got to tighten this up because we've, we're faking it here. Like, I felt like they did a better job than some movies I can name that say they're in a different country and they're not. What What's one of these movies that you can name? Well, I know someone's going to get upset about this and I'm sure we'll get a message. But Summer Villa with Hilary Burton and Victor Webster, they were not in freaking France. And it looked so fake and not in France that I can't ever get past it even though I liked that movie. Okay, I don't remember. It's been too long since I saw that movie. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, it did not look French. Well, I mean, I don't know. They did pick like a Swiss-inspired chalet, so that was that. But I don't know. I just marked it down for that. And then I did not like, you guys, this is a personal preference. Don't hate me because of this. But I really, 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 really dislike cool white lights. And he had cool white lights in his house. And they're like you know, blue. He did. And I am normally on your side for that. However, I liked that he had this little, like, canopy thing in his living room. So he had the lights strung across these beams above his living room. So it wasn't just, like, on a tree or along the edges of the walls. It was, like, hanging overhead. I thought that was really pretty. They should have been warm white lights, though. <laughs> I really hate the blue lights. The only, the only time I've decided, the only time that I feel like a, a cool white lights will work is eventually I will be making myself a North Carolina Christmas tree. And since that is the color of Carolina blue, I'm like, it seems appropriate. But other than that, I am staunch warm white lights for Christmas. Yep. So am I. Glad we're on the same page there. <laughs> Me too. Style, I gave it a three. It was just a lot of warm outfits and layers and puffy jackets. And Jody didn't look as good as she did in Cozy Christmas Inn, which I know I think, Carrie, you're going to mention. But I did kind of like how she was fresh-faced looking. I, I did not like her hair in this. I thought she looked much better in Cozy Christmas Inn. Um, it felt like they were trying to make her hair look, like, messy enough that it's natural. But mm -hmm. still, you can tell that they put the effort in to make it look that way. Right. It's not like yeah. she just rolled out of bed and this is 
the way that your hair would be or something like that. They Mm -hmm. took the time to style it. They put a lot of hairspray in her hair, I felt, at some points to where it looked like if you picked up one piece, it was going to pick up the whole piece of hair. That's what Hallmark used to do to her hair, which I hated. But I thought this one was a little bit more toned down. I just didn't love her hair. But I, I gave it a three also. I thought it was fine. I mean, like there was only so much you could do outfit wise. She was in that giant pink puffy jacket again mm-hmm. pink oh whatever <laughs> didn't bother me as much this time but that thing was huge on her she looked like like she looked like a middle section of a snowman with the way that that thing was going and you know she doesn't look like that under the jacket <laughs> i know she must have been really cold out there <laughs> but i kind of i kind of liked it just because it felt more real looking even if it wasn't fashionable no, I agree. It did look real looking. I, I will I will give it to you that. I would probably be wearing that. But yeah. I just thought it was really funny. It wasn't the most stylish <laughs> coat. Mm. But yeah. oh, this reminds me of something for um set that I forgot to mention. Okay. Did you notice that they are sledding down a hill onto a road? Does this, am I the only person who felt like this was probably not the safest thing? I didn't realize they were sledding onto a road. Well, they're going down a hill, and then all of a sudden at the end, it opens up, and clearly things have been driving across it because it's compacted, and it's like... I just thought like, that it was a popular spot, and it was just from people trampling down there from sledding. Oh, no. This was very clearly like... I felt like it was very clearly like a road. It didn't seem the safest to me. Well, no. If it is a road, then no, it's not safe. <laughs> You're like shooting out of there and nobody can stop and you're getting run over by a car. That's not very Christmassy. <laughs> Good thing they stopped traffic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, he said, wait a second. He said there aren't any cars down in the village. That's why they walk everywhere. Well, here we go. So maybe it's like a horse sled or sleigh. So Does that make it any better? You're going to get trampled on. I feel like you have a bit more control can stop yourself sooner than a car. Because you're probably not going like 50 miles per hour. Slay. Storyline. I gave it a three. I was going to say, or we just lifted the veil that it was not really in Switzerland. We lifted the veil. Okay. Storyline, you gave it a three? Yeah. Okay. I, I was kind of between a three or a four. I... Gave it a four, though, because there were a couple of things that I liked, even though technically this could go under Christmas. The mm-hmm. sm- the schmaltzy that was chasing them, I thought was hilarious. Yes, the guy with the broom. <laughs> that was so, 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 so funny. And I enjoyed the, well, you know, I always like it when people clearly show that they're interested in the other person. She was telling her mom she wasn't interested, but to each other, they were clearly showing that they were interested to each other. They weren't trying to fake it, right? And then I really liked the, like, outings and the, like, the things that they would do together that were, like, dates, even though they were not technically calling them dates. Like, I enjoyed Mm -hmm. that aspect of the storyline. So I marked it up a little bit for that. I did not like the friend story at all. I hated it, actually. Really? Yep. I thought it added some drama, which was kind of okay. Like, individually, I kind of like the storylines, but I felt like it kind of was slow sometimes. Okay, kind of boring. But I did like Jody and Tim. And every time Tim speaks, his voice is always a surprise. I agree with that. Like, he started talking, and I was like, whoa, I forgot you sounded like that. And 
He did not have a Swiss accent, even though he's from there because he grew up in New York. So that was an excellent reason for him to not have the accent. I know. I was so glad. I was like, phew, that was close. But I did like the story with him and his kid and the dead mom and then Jody. And like when the kid made their little Swiss traditions of unveiling a window for each day leading up to Christmas. And his Christmas window was him and her and his dad. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so sweet. Okay. Uh oh, you didn't think it was I was going to talk about this under Christmas, but. Get to bring down, Joy! I thought they were cute. I, I did think that the windows were cute, okay? okay? Okay. But the description of him saying, oh yeah, people just kind of make their own things, they're usually made out of paper and people cutouts and blah, blah, blah. I was expecting every window to not be black paper with cutouts on it. You know what I'm saying? I thought every window was going to be different, but it wasn't different. It was just different cutouts. So that part I felt like was not, could have been so much more unique by not doing that. And then at the end with the little boy, I felt like that little boy did not cut that out. Who who cut that out? He did kill I can't cut out that well, and I'm a really good cutter-outer. I mean, he's a scissor savant, so. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But I agree. I thought the same thing when he first mentioned the window thing, because then he turned to Jody and he was like, oh, actually, I could use your help to make our window. And I was like, oh, but then it never really became anything. But maybe that's what Wait, the real tradition is. did make the is. window. But they didn't, like, it wasn't super fancy, was it? Well, I mean, all of them oh. were the same. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Stars, I gave it a four. I liked Jody and him. And I liked her brother. And I felt like everybody was fine. I gave it a three. It was fine. Okay. Christmas, I gave it a four. I really liked all the Swiss traditions and things we learned about I'm, Switzerland. I assume they're true. I know. I actually marked it up to a five because oh. of the Swiss traditions that you were getting. But also... They did a lot of activity. They went to the Christmas market. They went sledding twice. They did the snowman speed put together thing. They did Mm -hmm. like there were a lot of like Christmas activities. There was the tree decorating. And I felt like it was very Christmassy all the way through. They were constantly doing different things that were very Christmassy. Yeah, but it didn't leave me with that Christmas feeling. Oh, you're on the Christmas feeling now. Yep, I am. So did you give it a love or a nonsense? I gave it a love, but it's a middling one. I gave it a love, but it's a middling one for me, too. Cool. I definitely think this one was better than Cozy Christmas Inn, I feel like. Oh, yes. I agree with that, for sure. Okay, last one is Maple Valley Christmas from Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And this one has Peyton List, Andrew Walker. She's a rancher, and he's there to buy the land next door that she wants. And then shenanigans ensue. But not really shenanigans because this wasn't a funny movie. Um, <laughs> okay. Setting. What did you give it? A four. I thought it was cute. I liked it. You gave it a five, didn't you? I did give it a five. <laughs> Their barn was so pretty. The woods were so pretty. They had bows on the trees in the forest. And that was like the largest Christmas tree I've seen in a while. The one outside their house. I did really like the Christmas tree. I liked that it was a live Christmas tree. So it got to be a lot bigger than any other Christmas tree would really normally be because it's still growing. Mm -hmm. So I did really like that Christmas tree. So it was a five for me. And then style, I gave it a four. 
Okay. Because I liked all the dresses with the boots, and I like Andrew in a cowboy hat. He needs to play a cowboy sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a three. I mean, I thought everybody looked fine, but I did not, like... I can't think of anything where something really stood out to me. I did make the comment, this could go under stars, but I made the comment to you that the girl reminded me of Christy Clark, who played Carrie Brady. The sister is who I'm talking about. Okay. The sister reminded me of Christy Clark, who played Carrie Brady on Days of Our Lives, who is the sister to Sammy, who is Allison Sweeney. <laughs> so no, it's back to Sammy for you. I know. I loved Carrie. I loved the character Carrie, not just because her name's Carrie, but I thought she was so pretty. And the sister just really reminded me of her. So I liked the sister. I thought she was pretty. So, okay. But storyline, I gave it a three. We're like opposites today. I gave it a four. Really? Huh? Mostly for one specific thing. All right. I bet I could guess, but why don't you tell us what that thing is? (laughs) So 18 minutes in, they kissed. Yep. And I was shocked. (laughs) I was shocked. I was like, oh my gosh, it was a good kiss too. You could feel the chemistry I felt between them Mm -hmm. throughout the whole thing. And the kiss at the end when he said finally, I was like, oh my gosh, Andrew Walker. (laughs) I know. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) this is why we love Andrew. Like that whole thing was Fantastic. So I thought their chemistry between them was great. Even when the rest of the movie was kind of boring, I still felt like I enjoyed the romantic aspect of them. I enjoy the romantic aspect of them too. And I like that she just grabbed him and kissed him so soon after meeting him. But I think the overarching like boringness kind of knocked it down for me. I think it's a perfectly fine movie to watch and I don't regret watching it, but it it won't make the watch every year list. It might be because of Andrew and I liked the ranch look, but not because the storyline was super great or anything. There were two quotes that I wrote down. Okay. And one was when she was sharing about, you know, her, I think it was she was sharing about her divorce or whatever. And then she finished and she turns to Andrew and she's like, is there anything you want to share? You know, opportunity to trauma bond. And I laughed <laughs> so hard because this really is what they do in the movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> or anything. You, you form your little trauma, trauma bond. And I was like, oh. And then he like shares his stuff. But then the other line that I really thought was sweet was whenever they were dancing and... Andrew was just so cute. And like whenever they panned out and he like had his face at her neck. And anyway, but he said that he felt different when he's with her. And he was like, when I'm with you, I feel found. I was like, yeah, I just thought it was so sweet. It was very sweet. Here's what I will say. I really thought going into it, like about 10 minutes in, I messaged you and I was like, I have an idea of where this is going. It did not Mm -hmm. go where I thought it went unless it was so boring that I completely missed it. I did have to watch this in several segments because there was live stuff. I had to get new brakes on my car and stuff like that. So I had other things I had to do. (laughs) So I didn't Mm -hmm. get to sit down and watch the whole thing all the way through at one time. But I was really expecting the dad to have been there when they were kids. Cause Andrew said he had been there when he was a kid. So mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting the dad and the mom to have some sort of a connection 
Um, I was kind of expecting it to be that they had love interests, but then he said that his mom, he had been there. I think his mom had been with him. So then I was like, okay, well that's not it. But I was expecting some sort of connection between the, his dad and her mom. And then they didn't know each other at all. No. See, I thought, well, one, whenever you warned me about the 18 minutes, like shockingness, I thought her, the uh-huh. mom was going to die suddenly. Like she just given her daughters the ranch and then she was going to die. <laughs> but that didn't happen. That did not happen. <laughs> Thank you. And then, I know. And then I did think when Andrew mentioned that he had been at that ranch as a kid, that it was going to be part of the whole how the dad becomes a better dad and like remembers what it was like to have Christmas spirit when his wife was alive or something. But that didn't happen either. Yeah. So that was a weird connection. I felt like they missed something because I really thought that the dad was going after it because of the history Mm -hmm. that they had. That would have made more sense. I agree. Hire us guys. I know we've got this on lock. Okay. And then stars, I gave it a four. I don't know. I just didn't feel the five, although Andrew in himself is like a five. So I gave it a five because Andrew in himself is a five. And <laughs> I act, I really, really did like them together. I think that that threw it over the top for me. So, okay. That makes sense. And then Christmas, I gave it a four. I gave it a three. I can't really I didn't explain feel super my four. strongly. That's, yeah, that's how I was. I can't explain it. Okay. And then I did give it a love, although it's a meddling love. I didn't give it an anything because I couldn't decide. I'll go with love with you. Hey. All right. So so you think Lights, Camera, Christmas was your favorite of this weekend? Yes. Lights, Camera, Christmas, then Merry Swissmas, probably, and then a Maple Valley Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Mine is probably Maple Valley Christmas because Andrew. And then I think, then I don't know. And we did watch A Magical Christmas Village. Is, would that fit in anywhere here or just last for you? I hadn't really thought about this ahead of time. I would probably say, I think it would probably be last. Okay. Although it's not last, last, because I did start a movie that is actually last from GAC. So there's that. There you go. All right. Do you want to chop us out, Carrie? Sure thing. So next episode is going to be a preview episode. Catch us on our social media, uh, at Love and Nonsense Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, we are doing polls for voting. We just moved it Sunday that we're going to be doing the polls for voting so that we can have an idea of what episode, what movies we'll be reviewing the next time when we go go forward. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. It helps other people find us. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye, guys.